Did you see this report that came out? We're talking about, obviously, tagging season now, right? Teams got to figure out what guy they're going to franchise, if it's going to be anybody or nobody. That's a drawn-out conversation. But the great thing about the NFL, and I love this. I don't know if anybody, everybody loves this. I may be in the minority. I don't care. I love that we now have quarterbacks that can be on the open market, whether it's trade or free agency, because it makes for way more of an interesting NFL offseason. And it also gives teams an opportunity to completely change the trajectory of their season, where you look at a team like the Jets, where you go, yeah, they're like a quarterback away from being a legit team. They won seven games last year, and they had some of the worst quarterback play we have seen in the history of the NFL. I mean, Brock Purdy, with his broken elbow, would have been a better quarterback for the Jets than anybody they threw out there other than like two games from Mike White. But they obviously want Derek Carr. I think Derek Carr is a great, great fit for that team. He's a great leader. You've got a lot of young talent. He would be perfect for them. I don't know if he wants to be in New York, but for that roster, he makes sense. But they're making a pitch to him where they said they believe that if he came to the Jets that he would be a first-ballot Hall of Famer. That is a hell of a pitch to Derek Carr. Based on what? I mean, you have to have something Based to on the potential that of that ridiculous. team's future, I guess. Yeah, the potential oh, of that on. team's that's, future. That's the dumbest thing I heard since two minutes ago when you said you put the Lakers to make the playoffs. That's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> You're going to eat those words, all, my friend. You will regret not jumping on the Lakers bandwagon. Just you wait. Just I, I don't think so. I don't think so. And on top of that, Derek Carr, I know that he didn't play the last game of the season, but Derek Carr threw for a le a less yards last season than both Russell Wilson and Tua, who also ended up missing a lot of time. So I don't think that Derek Carr is the solution, and I certainly don't think that the Derek Carr marriage with the Jets ends up in the Hall of Fame. I'm not good at math at all, but Derek Carr plus this New York Jets roster equals Hall of Fame? What am I missing here? It's a hell of a pitch. I like it. But let's remember, Derek Carr in four of the last five years has thrown for over 4,000 yards in each of those seasons. Last year was also a disaster because Josh McDaniels just couldn't figure out how to coach that team. And I, who's to say Josh McDaniels is even a good head, head coach? He wasn't the first time out. So I, we saw Derek Carr get a team to the playoffs with a ton of disasters, disasters going on off the field. And then the next year, Josh McDaniels comes in, and they look like that when you have Devontae Adams. So to me, I put more of that on Josh McDaniels and the way that that team was run, especially offensively, until towards the end of the season when it seemed like they actually started to click a little bit. But you knew that Derek Carr was going to be out. Derek Carr and the divorce with the Raiders has been a rumor for like the last four seasons. It's not like this was anything new. The minute John Gruden got there, it was like, well, how long before Derek Carr's gone? Because we know John Gruden likes to cycle through quarterbacks. The reason why I like the Jets... For him, I don't think it's going to make him a first ballot Hall of Famer, but I love their enthusiasm. Good for you, Jets. That's how you make a pitch. It's because they have a lot of young talent, and they still have the ability to add more, right? Because a lot of those great players are on rookie contracts on both sides of the football. Now, it's not going to last long, like we talked about before, right? Eventually, all those bills come, and you have to pay them. But he is somebody that will accept being a mentor, accept being a leader. And once Brees Hall comes back, too, not to mention multiple other weapons in that backfield, you've got a great run game. So you don't need Derek Carr to throw the ball 50 times a game. You can be more strategic with your offense, and you can also lean on the defense a little bit to help you win some games and not make it about all Derek Carr's arm. There can be more of a balance. I mean, if you look at the odds right now, you can find some out there for his next team. 
Jets are minus 200. They're the heavy favorites. Carolina's plus 250. Though they've come out and basically said, like, they're not going to be looking for a veteran on the market. I think with Frank Wright, they want to develop a young quarterback and just go that route and kind of start from scratch. Uh, New Orleans is 3-1. to one, And then Tampa's way down there at 9-1. to one, And then Atlanta, 18-1. to one. So the market is even telling us at this point the Jets seem like the heavy favorite for them. If you're going to have to overpay for Derek Carr, right? If you want, like, a middle-of-the-road veteran, a 32-year-old quarterback... Get Geno Smith. I get it. I know you drafted him there, so you kind of feel like a fool. You're going to have to overpay him. But it feels like if they're talking about upside from quarterbacks that could actually be on your team next year, do you have a chance to win more games with a guy like Geno Smith as your quarterback? Could he maybe do a little bit better than he did last year in Seattle with more, I guess, in place, the infrastructure? I agree. The Jets aren't that far if they were to get the right quarterback. Now, to be fair also, Nick, I don't know that any of these names are bringing up are the right quarterback. Let's be honest. If they had any of those guys, is it that? Yes, they're better off than they were a year ago, where you said their quarterback play was atrocious and you nailed it. But I'm not sure the answer is necessarily out there on the table, or at least that we've talked about yet. You know, whenever there's a quarterback on the market, there's normally something wrong with them, right? Unless it was Tom Brady, and that was more about he's already played 20 years, and we still questioned at that time whether he could be the Tom Brady that we'd seen in New England for so long, and clearly he could. He won a Super Bowl. We know the rest of the story. Russell Wilson had some baggage and had a horrible first year in Denver. Now Sean Payton's there. No more excuses. Let's see if Russell Wilson can at least be close to the old Russell Wilson. But when it comes to at least the ability for a team like the Jets to plug in somebody that's going to be an upgrade at that position, they're in a great spot. And there's no markets out there for it now, at least from what I've seen. You're only going to get conference and Super Bowl. But if you're looking for a long shot, Jets to win that division, it might be worth a sprinkle. Because what's going to happen is, if you found something now, and again, there's not a lot of markets if there's any at all right now, because most of these books are smart enough to say, we're not going to do it because there's a lot of things that could change. I mean, we talk about the bills and all of the free agents and the tough decisions they're going to have to make financially this offseason. Well, the Patriots, kind of a mess right now. Do you have any confidence in them? I know Bill O'Brien's their offensive coordinator now, but we don't know what the Bills look like with Mac Jones at quarterback. Tua, you hope he's healthy, but we don't know whether he's going to stay healthy and what that means for the Dolphins. There's at least a chance there where that becomes, I mean, it was already one of the best divisions in football this past season. Incredibly competitive. If you're looking for a long shot, the Jets winning their division might actually be worth the sprinkle. The problem is, you're probably not going to find that market until we figure out who their quarterback's going to be, and you're going to lose some of the value of what you could get right now. Yeah, and maybe they go out and get Aaron Rodgers, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, yeah. okay, well. Yeah. And he has a resurgent year like you know Brett Favre did toward the end of his career. There's a lot of ifs and a lot of buts and a lot of things that have to happen for the Jets to end up making this thing work. But I agree with you. There's enough in place where if they get it right at quarterback, they can certainly be a playoff team. Right, right. And that's really what it comes down to. And look, the difference is, is Aaron Rodgers could be just one season. Derek Carr is going to be multiple years. So you got to think, like, where's the commitment level? And we have no idea because Aaron Rodgers, as far as we know, is still sitting in the dark pondering his future. So I don't know. When he comes out of his dark cave, then maybe we'll get a little more of an idea of what his mindset is. But it's, I still think Derek Carr is the right fit when you're looking for maybe a little bit more commitment, a little more leadership as opposed to Aaron Rodgers, who clearly would be the best talent available. Maybe Lamar Jackson, but again, you're assuming then that the Ravens are deciding they want to move on from him. There's a lot Gino, that we're going to have to don't sift say just... no to Gino. Gino's going back to Seattle. I'm telling you they're going to keep him. Gino Smith is going to stay in Seattle, at least for a little bit.